the female guilty conscience. everybody. Thanks for joining me on the Female Guilty Conscience. I'm your host, Christina. Today we'll be discussing dark, spooky stuff. Anywhere from demons to darkness to ghosts to true crime, we're going to talk about it here. Uh, it's kind of like a weird stigma. A lot of females these days don't want to admit that they're into that kind of thing. I remember uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine once telling me that he thought I would I was trying to come up with ways to like murder him by watching all these true crime TV shows, being obsessed with Law & Order, SVU, anything and everything uh, that creeps me out, I'm into. So on this episode today, we are going to be talking with the lovely Miss Jenny Hinkle. She is a cosplayer, model, actress, local to Austin, Texas. You can follow her on Instagram at meowpocalypse. It's going to be at M-E-O-W-P-O-C-A-L-Y-P-S-E if you want to go ahead and follow her. She uh, came out with me on one of my ghost hunts out at the Oakwood Cemetery, which there will be a little bit of footage shared later on in the episode, so just hang tight. Uh, we'll also be talking a little bit with uh, Lightworker Mariah. She works with crystals. She heals. She helps get rid of negative energy in your life. She's very uh, informative in the dark side of things, how to protect yourself. Stay tuned for that as well. And last but not least, we also will be meeting up later on in a mini episode with the wonderful Elizabeth, who is one of the members of Austin Paranormal Researchers, which is here out of Austin. Let's go ahead and get started. I've got Miss Jenny on the line. She's awesome. She came out to the Oakwood Cemetery with me a week ago, and we were looking for specific grave sites. I don't think we focused so much on trying to capture anything exactly paranormal, but moving on, Jenny, tell us a little about yourself. All right. Um, well, I, I don't know. When I first started, like, being into spooky stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, of course, it starts with true crime, of yes, course. It always and does. You get into like the other stuff. I mean, honestly, I was thinking about it, and I was like, when did I start liking that stuff? And it was like so young. Like right. I would be like maybe five years old or so, and you know, my mom and my grandparents would watch like sixty minutes. Or <laughs> like um, Button Matlock and like Murder She Wrote. Yes, the I Matlock. <laughs> I'm like I'm old, so those things were playing. Um, <laughs> I'm 31, and, so I'm probably right there with you. Well, I'm two years older. Is that sweet? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> 30 club. <no. laughs> <laughs> um, so it was like, and I would be downstairs, like I'd creep downstairs. And they'd be watching the news, or definitely 60 Minutes, which is I thought was hilarious. I love and, that. Um, right? It was great. 
and then sometimes it just be the news that sometimes it'd be like this little crazy murder case and i'm just like and i'm like ooh, scary like murder stuff i'm probably not supposed to be watching this yes <laughs> but like i totally wanted to watch it and so i would just pretend like i was asleep and then I would just listen to it and watch it all night long, and it was so great. And I was so young and didn't know what was going on. It was, but, see, that's so crazy because it's so innocent too. But it's like that—that that guilty pleasure that nobody really wants to admit, especially like as a female. I don't know. I hardly yeah. know anybody that would openly admit that they're kind of into that stuff. I'm totally been, into it. Like I still Google my old hometowns news. So I can see if anybody that I know, one, has been recently locked up in jail, and t- if I know them, and two, if somebody that I know has died there because people that I went to high school with were kind of, all, everybody was a, a different path. But then oh, there yeah. were people who just stayed there, and bad things just happened to them, unfortunately. But moving on. I used to go online and, like, look at that website, like, rotten.com or something like that, where you can, like, look at famous people's dead bodies. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's actual, a weird like, interest of mine. Photos? Oh, just, like, actual, like, real-life gore photos? Yeah, like, uh, Selena, for example, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And Tupac, I'm pretty sure, was on there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who knows if it's even seriously the truth. It's probably fake pictures anyways. I did see this really gruesome picture on Facebook today of Ted Bundy after he got electrocuted, which oh, was no really way. strange. Yeah, it's on Facebook. That's crazy. But no, like, it's always, um, well, I'm in, like, a whole bunch of, like, horror, like, groups on Facebook and stuff, so that's, like, half my feed is just horror and, like, gore pictures. I mean, sorry about it, but. <laughs> <laughs> and kittens. And like, kittens, because that's uh, where I got that really cute video. Right? I'm just like, oh, super cute kitty cat video. And then it's like, oh, check out this, like, guy who got his arm chopped off. Picture. Oh oh, cool. Now, that I can't do. That I can't do. I can't do, like, alive people being hurt. Sorry. Oh, yeah. It's well, already got to be, like, a done deal, past thing. Like, I didn't have anything to do yeah. with it. It's not going to make me feel guilty. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, it's so gross, but I can't not watch it. <laughs> like, car accidents. Is that oh, bad? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, uh, fucking. Anyways. So, awesome. Moving on. So, we went to the Oakwood <laughs> Cemetery. <laughs> While yeah, we were walking so we- around. How did you yeah, feel about that? Oh, okay. So, I mean, it was pretty creepy being just outside. Like, it was super dark. It was cold. It was windy. All we had were, like, tiny little flashlights. And we're, like, walking around. Flashlights weren't even working very well. Yeah. And, like, so, yeah, they were, like, flickering and shit. And so, like, (laughs) and it was just, like, you're just just walking around reading gravestones. Like, this is pretty, pretty chill. But also super creepy. Yeah. So, did you feel scared at all at any point while we were out there? Um. Well, yeah. Like, I had a, a like maybe two instances where I felt real creepy. I don't know if it was the wind 
or like some of the gravestones. Well, no, the broken ones, dude. Whenever we found like the broken ones or like the smashed ones, I just I, Ooh, felt, I just like, felt like I got a weird like, chill one, right now. Like, yeah, like ooh, like one somebody's like grave robbing this place, or yeah. two, and they be by itself. Um, and then, or two, like, you know, I'm like, I know they didn't, like, escape, there's no zombies, but, like, it's just creepy. Or, it's just, like, they, their spirit is so restless that, like, they broke their own tombstone, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just like so Like, they're being creepy. just trapped, and they didn't want to be trapped. Yeah. Or, with the other kinds, it was, like, a specific kind of grave, too. Yeah, like, the ones... There were a lot of weird ones. Remember that? Like, remember when I got down and I, like, shined a flashlight into one of the holes? And I think for a second, like, I jumped. And then the second time I was like, no, everything's okay. But that first time, I can't remember what it was. But I just just got freaked out all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's just like, oh, okay, this is, like, inside. And it's, like, the ones that are above ground, like, creep me out. Yeah. Because I don't know if this is just, like, a, a monument like to them being like but they're still six feet underground i mean they have to be right because so get this jenny i decided to do my research after the fact that we went to this uh cemetery to figure out you know where eula phillips one of the victims from the syringular annihilator who is the first serial killer of all of the u.s we couldn't find her right well little did we know we actually did we just didn't know we did Oh. The whole entire time in the section that we are in was called the um, the old grounds, which is the oldest part of the whole entire cemetery, and it's all the family plots. Yeah, family plots where it was like all the same last name, like Simpson or uh, Walker, what, whoever, you know. Um, but then I the, we found Rosenberg. That like- Rosenberg. That was the name oh. that stuck out at me. Because I think I yeah. specifically, like, remember walking through it, and it's Rosenberg. And they were buried in 1854. Yeah, all those gravestones were crazy old, like, all the 1800s. So what are the, some of the TV shows or, like, books or games? What are some of the things that you would say are outlets that you use to satisfy your, like, true crime paranormal paranormal obsession? Yeah, there's so many. So, like... True crime, detective style, um, L.A. Noir, if nobody knows about that, it's from mm-hmm. Rockstar Games, so it's the same people who made Red Dead, it's like an open world, but it's like a detective hmm. thing, do you know about it at all? No, I know nothing about oh, this, I'm interested it's, now. It's, it's amazing, I have it on Xbox, um, but it's like, they did this like, different um, programming or whatever, where you, like you have to detect their uh, facial expressions to see like if they're lying or if what? they're telling the truth or something else like when you're so interviewing them game. as a detective it's great so you have different cases set in the 40s and you have different cases what? and you have to find clues and then you have to like interview these people and then like like detect like your, use your detective skills to see if they're lying or telling the truth or they're scared or you gotta whatever and do different responses it's amazing. It. Have you ever played Hunt a Killer? Oh, no, but that, that's like the mailbox thing that you want? Yeah, so 
Yeah. If we had been able to meet tonight, I was gonna give you the gift card because man, those are things. Those things are like hotcakes. I joined the little closed Facebook group, and people are literally begging for them. And you get three in your first box oh, to like give away, and it's only thirty dollars to start it. So yeah, I'm so glad that you shared your experience and your obsession. Like I feel like most people don't like to even talk about it. I swear on my life. Um, every serious boyfriend I've had up until now thought that I was just looking for ways secretly to like murder them in their sleep but no <laughs> no I kid you not it's a weird interest of mine like it's more of like I, I'm like the detective side not the how to get away with it side even though I probably would know how to get away with it somehow I'm like, not I no you know what? only stupid people want to commit crimes like that like I honestly feel like that <laughs> like, intelligent yeah, people like, don't I mean, do that stuff I probably could I've watched like every single like show on investigation discovery and chiller and reels and oxygen and every single other you have to be from the pacific northwest if you're not from the pacific northwest you have no forest to just dump anybody or nowhere to socialize to actually create a feeling of happiness then you don't really have that like serial killers are born in the pacific northwest let's just admit it yeah, no, I wouldn't be a serial killer. I would just, I'd get away with, like, maybe one murder. I don't know. <laughs> just one. Just okay. one. <laughs> just one. I just... <laughs> I'll edit that out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I would totally be Dexter style, because he's smart. <laughs> and he kills bad guys. He kills so. bad guys. That's exactly what I would do. Vigilant. Because, because I have a, a degree in criminal justice and all of that I, shit. So I read that. I was like so awesome guy. too. I was like, oh, she's gone the extra mile that I wish I did. For ghost stories and or ghost TV shows, I'm gonna say that Paranormal Witness is great. Really? Um, there's another show called Paranormal Survivor. Not I've seen great. that one as well. I like Paranormal Witness the most. Um, and then. Um, well, of course, like, the I'm mostly best. entertained by Ghost Adventures. Oh, yeah! Ghost Adventures with that guy. What's his name? Zach. Zach Baggins. Zach. Everybody knows him. That's it's probably because amazing. he's partially cute. <laughs> Everybody knows it. I haven't really... I don't think I've had any real experiences like that. The only thing... Which sounds going sound real dumb. But the only thing that has, like, actually creeped me out... Um, well, there's, well, there's two things, but one thing recently that's only, that creeps me out is, like, my Xbox just, like, turns on by itself about it, but, like, I swear to God, my Xbox is touch, is, like, touch sensitive to turn it on, and it, it happens random times, <laughs> and it just kind of, like, I'm not anywhere near it, I'm not saying anything to it, my connect isn't, like, plugged in and it's just it's just like boop 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 and it just kind of like just turns on and I'm like alright like cool See, um, I just have weird dreams I have weird dreams and I don't know if they're real or not so sometimes I believe in the paranormal because sometimes I think they're yeah. trying to just come through my dreams 
yeah. in no way. Want See, that's the thing is, like, every time I believe in all that evil shit and demon shit so much, like, Daryl was just saying the other day that he couldn't remember why he had salt in his pocket. <laughs> you remember I had gave you salt. Every goes on, because he came with me as well. Oh, shout out to Daryl for letting me use this place to record right now this episode. You know, I have a crystal herb book, and actually they say black pepper is supposed to keep evil, evil away. So you can just, like, get a salt and pepper shaker and you're good. Yeah. That's what we'll do next time. I'm still determined to do Shoal Creek. Like, I genuinely yeah. think when it comes to Native American shit, like, that's where we're probably going to get And they have a, they're having an episode on Supernatural of... of like, just um, rocks being thrown and stuff. Like, it's such a cave-like, like, there, there's so many different stories. They're, like, treasure hunting... Um, Native Americans it's that's like a whole bad mixture of people they're gonna fuck with you or spirits they're like they're all about that so it's like if you fuck them up like nature's gonna fuck you up yeah true that's why I don't fuck with that shit (sighs) anyhow I think that's a wrap thank you so much Jenny (laughs) I appreciate well thanks for letting me be on your podcast and talk about all the stuff I love. All right. So now that we've heard from Miss Jenny Hinkle, let's move on and talk with Mariah, who calls herself a light worker, which means that, you know, you can call it prayer, magic, only works with positive energies and spirits and entities, so to speak. Never does anything negative or revenge-like. They like to focus on helping and positivity. Let's talk with Mariah. I've got Mariah on the line. Are you from Austin, Mariah? I was born in Dallas, Texas, but raised in Houston, Texas the majority of my life. Okay. And then I ended up moving to several small towns where a lot of crazy things happened. Um, So whenever I moved away, I got really sick when I was living in Houston. I did not have the greatest stepfather, so I moved in with my grandparents and they nursed me back to health. The only weird thing about living with them is that they lived down the street from a cemetery. And so there was some stuff that was happening before I finally understood how to, like, better protect myself. Okay. It was crazy. All right, so let's let's dig into that a little bit. So tell me a little bit about your experiences uh, with doing what you do. I'm I'm so interested because I, you know, there's so many different things that people believe in in order to emit positive energy and get rid of negative energy or get rid of demons and just bad stuff, evil stuff, just in general. So tell us a little bit about that. There's been so much of it. So in the beginning, the first time. Well, the second time that I dealt with a team that actually knew what I was doing better, because the first time that it happened to me, I was really young, and I was with my first boyfriend, my first love, and our relationship was going south, and I didn't really know what to do. And I had the dumb idea of going to someone who dealt with hoodoo, thinking like, oh, as long as my attention is fine, then it should be okay. Well, that's not how it works. And the person was a really, like, greedy, crazy person that was African, and they did, like, crazy, crazy voodoo stuff. And I'm like, how do I get my boyfriend to, like, be 
sweet to me again because he was like being like super neglectful and like wanted to break up and he's like, I like white girls over shoot and you're ugly, blah 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 and like where's this coming from? And this guy said that he could help me. This is my first really bad encounter that I ever had. Oh no. And he said that he would do some kind of spell. I'm like, It's not bad, is it? He's like, Yeah, it's not bad. Don't worry, don't worry And I'm like, Okay. And I was going to pay, like, a payment plan of, like, $600. Mm. It was really crazy. I was only 16. I was very young. I did not even really have this money. And I was already, like, second-guessing this. I'm like, I don't get to do this. And then before he told me that it was done, I'm like, I changed my mind. I don't want to do this. This is a bad idea. Like, I have a bad feeling about this. He's like, well, it's too late to pay me anyway. But it had only been, like, five minutes since I was talking to him. It takes longer than that. It's like a huge process. But the thing about that is, he said that he did a love spell. I said I just wanted something to like rekindle our relationship. Love spells are 100% equal because you are you're forcing someone's will. Although it was my boyfriend and my first love, and we were together for four years. Right. Like I still felt not good about that. So what he did is he's like, okay, so you're not going to pay me? I'm going to send demons to your house. I thought that he was full of it. Like, I'm like, okay, whatever. Just like, do whatever you want. Undo what you did, but, like, I'm not paying for it, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, okay, I, 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 feel, sorry. I feel sorry for your soul, he said. He's like, I feel sorry for your soul because I'm about to take it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. What? Like. I know this not more than I did before, but I have three spirit guides. My mother has two spirit guides. Every woman in our line of the family, they're strong psychics. Oh and it's goodness, been passed down from generation to generation. Like, we all have green eyes. We all have, like, a lot of power within us. We've all seen spirits and everything since we were little and angels. We communicated with that. Every woman in our life. Wow. And I wasn't, I wasn't scared of those guys at all. Like, bring it. I'm like, you're not going to hurt me. And so he said by like the, the stroke of 12 or something on the next day that I would be in trouble. The thing is, is even if someone were to cast something on you like that, you have to learn how to use your energy to protect yourself. And not everyone is meant to be a light worker. There are a lot of signs that would not have any possibility of ever believing in because some people are just more stubborn than others. Right. But if you give these things power by fearing them, then they can hurt you. But nothing in the either world can hurt you if you know that they cannot touch you. Okay, so it's if basically, you know, if you don't know, it can't hurt you. Kind basically, of thing? Yeah, that's why when people are like, I don't believe you, I'm like, I hope you never do believe me. I hope you never have to get proven wrong. Right. When bad things happen, it sucks. <laughs> I can only imagine. So, I mean, uh, with that being said, have you ever, so what happened with the, with the bad stuff? So, Did, the next day came, the stroke as well came, and then I felt this weird, heavy energy on me, and it was really odd. I was like, what the hell? And then, um, nightfall came around, and I got a little paranoid. I'm just a little bit fearful, and then that fed it a little bit. My dogs would not even come into my room. Mm. Like, they were, like, whimpering. Oh, no. I was, like, I was like, what's going on? And the next thing you 
when she had been on some drugs when she was on ecstasy but I mean not to laugh or anything because I know it's very very scary but then she would tell me stories about when she was in the military and there was always like a little boy that would be following her and he would just like follow her wherever she went and then all of a sudden she had this demonic experience and now they're they're very religious people and they haven't had any you know encounters but when I was living with her um you know, to me, I, I believe, and I also believe that just because she doesn't see him anymore, it doesn't mean he's not there. Um, there was one time where I was in the bathroom and I'll never forget. I got like kind of freaked out because one, the water started running a little bit by itself. And then the toilet paper literally just completely unraveled all by itself. I sat there and I just watched it completely unravel and I couldn't really explain it, but I remember always having a really hard time sleeping in that house and I would have nightmares. I didn't understand why I was the only one experiencing it. And I figured, you know, maybe it's because my two roommates weren't having the experiences at all. And they're the ones that, you know, have had them before. Now, how does something like that work? You definitely gave it some power. Uh, So that's another sign. 
that a spirit will show. They like to be quite water sometimes. Like, they'll, they'll turn the water on, write something after you take a shower, like in the foggy mirror or something. But even good spirits will do the foggy mirror writing thing, too, because that happens to my aunt and my other family members before. Like, they'll just tell us what they want or what they need help with. But demons can take the form of children. Like in the Bible, when Judas was getting haunted by two demons that looked like children before they finally killed him, before he killed himself, he hung himself. Yeah, you know, and I've heard a lot, I've heard that before from, like, a lot of the paranormal stuff that I watch on TV about demons. They like to definitely disguise themselves as children. Yeah, the same, the same power that you give me with demons, you can take that, that power away. But you just have to make sure that it doesn't get to the point where they leave a mark on you. A claw, a claw mark with three scratches. Uh-huh. I've heard of that before, too. But then too. I put, like, they mark you. That's not good. So I've seen that so much on this TV show that I'm obsessed with called Ghost Adventures. Uh, a lot of the people on those TV shows get the mysterious three claw marks on them. What happens if you do? Like, does that mean you're going to be followed by that demon for, like, the rest of your life? It's not necessarily for the rest of your life, but there are some people um, where they get to the point that it's very, very hard to detach themselves from the demons, and then at that point, it could end up hurting the people around them because it's trying to possess that first person that is smart. And I actually had uh, not successfully gotten a demon off of one of my friends that mm. I have not heard from for a long time, but I got it to get away from her family. It's really, really sad when stuff like that happens because um, whenever you do psychedelics and drugs and stuff, but you're not in a familiar area, you're weakening your defense line to things like that because you're more paranoid. Um, you get more scared more easily because you're very sensitive in that state of mind. Okay. It's really, really important to have some kind of protection, whether it be some kind of crystals or a talisman or something on you. And it's really important that you don't do, like, psychedelics and stuff and with people that you don't know because they could also be harboring those energies or right. those entities with them. And it's very, very scary. Okay, so I mean, what would be, so for example, when I went to the cemetery, I wasn't really, I definitely knew that I wanted to protect myself regardless of, you know, so I got online and I started doing some researching and some, some website said salt, sea salt. So I literally packed sea salt in like a bunch of little plastic baggies and made everybody put them in their pockets. A friend of mine just the other day found his pack of sea salt and was like, why do I have salt in my pocket? <laughs> oh yeah, I went ghost hunting with Christina. <laughs> It works, though, because uh, sea salt actually absorbs negative energy. People tend to, like, cleanse their crystals and stuff that they wear on them. I tend to cleanse my crystals and stuff with, like, sea salt or in the moonlight. And then I pray to the moon and ask it to cleanse my crystals. And then I put the purpose of what I want my crystals for onto the crystals. And then they continue serving me for that purpose. They're all tools, really. Okay. That would be really awesome to, like, sit down and actually have you explain a lot of that I have like a book about herbs and crystals and like the different um I don't know what the word for it would be but like uses for them and uh they seem you know I'm I'm open to just about anything especially when it comes to ridding negative energy uh I suffer from uh anxiety and depression so 
I like, I get in those, you know, down and out kind of moods. And a lot of the times it's like certain triggers from certain people, certain energies, like if somebody else's anxiety or somebody else is feeling this way, like I instantly somehow absorb that emotion. Like even watching the news, like if it's sad, I'm instantly crying, even if it doesn't have anything to do with me. Like, what would you recommend, you know, as far as what to use to help ease that and have a little bit more control over my own emotions? There are a lot of crystals for different kinds of situations and problems like that. Like, uh, I have a bunch of bracelets that I make myself, and I'm actually going to be opening up a website in the next month with my mother. It'll be an online shop. But the best crystals for that are going to be formally Google um, another one would be like ocean jasper. If you want to grow more as a person, fire agate or um, yeah, fire agate is amazing for that. You can just grow more as a person even faster. Okay. And there's there's a huge list of different crystals that you can wear, and on my website, I'm actually gonna have different combinations of the crystals on bracelets and on earrings and different talismans that you can wear for like protection against people who do witchcraft that's negative and stuff like whether it be love spells or they just want to like make you completely miserable or even a curse that's been on your family for a long time yeah like uh if none of the women successfully find good relationships or if Story of my life. Like, Story <laughs> of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, because most of the time, it's just people that are not meant to be permanently in our lives. Like, this whole life experience is supposed to be consistently teaching you Changing. stuff. That's why we never really get any breaks, because we're consistently learning. It really does help a lot. Like, a lot of people are not even aligned, and they don't know it. Like, when you're emotionally unstable, your, your chakras are unaligned. Sometimes it also is a physical thing, like a chemical imbalance. But there are crystals that can rearrange your cells and your white blood cells and your red blood cells. There are crystals that can help with fighting cancer and helping you heal faster, like pedalite. And I gave my mom a huge crystal like that because she actually has cancer herself right now. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope, you know, that she... she gets well quickly she's been getting a lot better and it's honestly the cancer every woman in our generation of the family has gotten it because they all had some problem with never being able to let go of grudges and hatred for either oh. certain people or some kind of thing like my mom she's still working on it herself she used to be a very angry person yeah that's the more she lets go the better she gets that's really interesting to think about that, like how your your attitude and your energy can really affect your actual physical health. Yep, it completely does, 100%. Awesome. Well, I think that's about enough time that I have today. Is there anything that you want to leave with my listeners as far as uh, any advice or just something to take with them? Straight from you. Always remember, everything in life is never guaranteed, but if you hope for the best always, but don't have any expectations, good things will always come to you. As long as you do things that are good for the right reasons, 
and you make sure that you love unconditionally, nothing but blessings can come your way. But if you look at things with a negative aspect, the world is a reflection of yourself, and you're only going to get what you put out into the universe. That's how it works. It's equal space. All right. I love that. So now that we've heard from both Jenny and Mariah, let's uh, listen to some of the recordings of some spooky noises that we captured while we were out at Oakwood Cemetery in Garrison Park. Some background information on Oakwood Cemetery. It's the oldest cemetery in all of Austin. People have been buried there since the 1800s. One of my favorite grave sites there is going to be Eula Phillips, who is one of the victims from the Cervic Girl Annihilator. If any of you out there follow true crime, you may know this story, also known as possibly Jack the Ripper and the US's first serial killer. He was known for basically murdering a handful of the African-American maids in Austin. And then also two prominent socialites here in Austin, Texas as well, who were white women. Eula Phillips was one of those white women. She is buried there in an unmarked grave. You'll have to do your research and your studying if you want to find it. Also, we went to Garrison Park where there is said to be a family gravesite that's still out there. I didn't find it, but we did capture one little spooky noise. If you listen closely, you decide what you think you can hear. All the clips have been slowed down. Maybe you'll go on your own little ghost hunt, but definitely be sure to prepare yourself and take any advice that was given to you earlier in the episode. Oh, or if it's like the 